0: Hello and welcome to the Conservative Crusader. My name is J.O.P. Josh. Thank you for tuning in. For the children. I should say we're fighting for faith, family, and freedoms. And, and and if we were Pelosi's campaign, we'd be for the children. But definitely not on the front lines of the America First movement, which we are on. Pelosi announces her re-election campaign for the children. This is a three-minute video. I actually haven't watched this video yet. Let's just, let's just play at least part of it before I start to cringe too much to where I have to shut it off.
1: Hello, it's Nancy. It's Thank Nancy. For the opportunity to share some thoughts with you, our VIPs, our volunteers in politics, in our ongoing engagement for the people. Thank you for being a constant source of new, fresh ideas and political activism to help Democrats deliver and to defend democracy.
0: America is not... Okay, I'm... I need to stop going off on the same America is not a democracy tangent every single day. We are not a democracy. Anyone who studied our Constitution would know we're not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic. But Nancy doesn't care because it's for the children, everyone, for the children.
1: For giving me the privilege to represent our city and our San Francisco values in the Congress. Since 1987. Human rights, reproductive justice, LGBTQ equality, respect for immigrants, and care for each other. When people ask me what are the three most important issues facing the Congress, I always say the same thing. Our children, our children, our children. Their health, their education, the housing and economic security of Wait, with family, I'm going to pause it.
0: With how much she's saying about children, I could go off on a tangent about something I definitely probably shouldn't talk about here on the show. But I'm not going to. Because that's a topic for another day. I'm going to need 30 minutes, an entire show to talk about that. We have way too much news for that today.
1: Safe environment in which they can thrive and a world at peace and where they are all welcome and in which they can reach their fulfillment. That is my why, why I am in Congress for the children. This is my story and this is my song. As you hear me say, when you're in the arena, you have to be able to take a punch or throw a punch. For the children. In terms of health, my first words on the floor of the house she looks, for the fight against HIV.
0: She looks like the grandmother you see at Walmart in the in the fruit section looking for oranges, looking at the apples. With like the drawn on eyebrows and the the crooked smile. She looks like everyone's grandmother. <laughs> I mean, um not offensive to grandmothers. I'm just saying I mean she's a she's an older lady. I don't think she really understands what's going on anymore. Like like Biden. She's running again. She has not talked about running for speaker again. But she is saying that she's running for Congress again. The democracy is at risk because of the assault on the truth, the assault on the US Capitol, and the state by state assault on voting rights, according to Pelosi. Pelosi's announcement that she will run for reelection comes despite her previous pledge in twenty eighteen that this term would be her last speaker after leading the House Democrats for the last nineteen years. With Democrats facing an uphill battle to keep the House majority. Speculation has grown that House Democrats will replace their old guard of leadership. I don't think she will lose. That 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 that's my my thought on the Pelosi running for re election. I don't I, I don't think she will lose. I think America will lose if she's reelected, but I don't think she will lose. You know who did lose, however? Governor Hochul. I think that's how you pronounce it. The, the replacement for Andrew Cuomo in um, New York. A judge rules New York's Governor Hochul's mask mandate unconstitutional, according to Breitbart. A New York State Supreme Court judge declared Governor Kathy Hochul's mask mandate unconstitutional Monday evening. Judge Thomas Raidmaker said that Hochul's mask mandate was promulgated without any substantive justification for the emergency adoption as required by the State Administrative Produc- uh, uh, Procedure Act. He wrote, there can be no question that every person in this state wishes once in praise of this era of COVID ends soon, and they will surely do their part to see that accomplished, however, enacting any laws to this end... Is entrusting solely in the state legislature. Governor Hochul appears to be well aimed at squarely at doing what they believe is right to protect the citizens of New York. They must take their case to the state legislature. That was also uh Commissioner Bassinet was named in that. Also as being someone who is trying to do us right but not doing it in the right way, which is understandable. I I'm I'm sure this Supreme Court judge is a. Democrat. I mean, it, it is New York, but I guess anything's possible. Repu- uh, uh, Ohio is a red state, but we have a basically democratic majority on the Supreme on the Ohio Supreme Court. Unfortunately, it's a nonpartisan race, but he he's a oh my, it says so confusing to read. He, he's in the conservative party, but I think it's a nonpartisan race. He doesn't really have a party. Man, this is confusing. The, the judicial races are so hard to read and so confusing. It doesn't really say. It says he was a conservative party candidate in uh, the tenth judicial district, Supreme Court. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, that that sounds right. So he 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 is a conservative, which tells me it's a nonpartisan race. By the way, that name recognition is more important than party. And I'm going to say now that the furnace turns on, if you guys hear a fan noise in the background today, it is like zero degrees outside. I am not turning off my furnace today for to record. I'm sorry about that. It is very cold. Hochul enacted New York's mask mandate in December amid the spread of the Omicron variant of the coronavirus. The mandate extends to schools, restaurants, and other public locations. It is set to expire on February 1st. Well, it's going to expire sooner than that. The governor does not have the sole discretion to make health policy for the entire state. That's basically what the Supreme Court judge is saying. And I'm very glad about it. And and I'm not going to take a lot of time to elaborate today. We have five more articles to go. Okay, we've got a lot to talk about today. Biden has scrapped his vaccine mandate. Uh, The Biden administration, let's see, USA Today, I don't want to watch your uh, newsletter. It's formally withdrawing its requirement that most workers be vaccinated or regularly tested for COVID-19. The controversial rule the Supreme Court blocked from enforcement earlier this month. The administration is asking the 6th Court of Appeals to dismiss the case. The court was hearing a pending legal challenge to the rule. The federal agency that regulates workplace safety said Tuesday it is still considering whether the vaccinate or test rule should be imposed on a non-emergency basis, which could have a better chance of surviving another legal challenge if it is more narrowly targeted. Hopefully, the Trump Supreme Court, and I'm calling it the Trump Supreme Court because it is a majority, and three of those majority are appointed by Trump. The Trump Supreme Court will block this anyway. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration, OSHA, said that although it is withdrawing the vaccination and testing rule as an enforceable emergency temporary standard, it is not fully nixing the proposal. I I need to write down what the buttons on my on my soundboard are. Do I have a boo? I don't have a boo. I have a. a, a, a there we go. That works. I guess. Testing rules that enforcing emergency standard. It is not fully nixing the proposal. That's that's where the won 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 goes. Or scary. That's not very scary to me. I don't know. I, I'm still trying this thing out. It's it's a new piece of technology for me. Okay. Um. A Labor Department spokesperson told USA Today the agency is reviewing the more than 100,000 public comments received and has no determinations about when or if it will come out with a new version. Good. This vaccine mandate is not the job of the U.S. government, especially the president himself, to tell you that you should have to get this vaccination. You should have to get a a a specific shot you may disagree and that's okay we we are a a country built on disagreements but if your vaccine works at protecting you from getting covid 19 or protecting you from dying of covid 19 because that's the standard now is actually the standard is a less painful death but let's just say if it if it stops you from dying from covid Painfully. Then why does. Co-worker number one. Have to get the vaccine. If it doesn't. Stop you from getting sick. Or severely ill. Or die from COVID. Why should employee one. Get the vaccine. Or help. Or be required to get the vaccine. I should say. It doesn't stop the spread. It doesn't slow down the spread. It doesn't prevent you from getting contaminated with the virus. It doesn't prevent you from having symptoms from the virus. And, and the new standard is you won't die as painful of a death if you get the vaccine. That, that's the new standard is you won't die as painfully. You'll still die. But it'll be less painful. That That's the standard now. And if I'm going to die... I don't want to die. But if I was going to die from COVID anyway, why would I comply? Why would I comply? And, and I'm not going to comply. I'm I'm not, apply- I'm not going to comply. Let's see. Do I have time for one more article? Let's see here. A proposed bill in South Carolina would uh, mean jail time for asking someone's vaccination status. We're going to give some applause for that, but we've got to move on. we got three more articles coming back. Alex Jones says he spoke to January 6th committee and pled the 5th almost 100 times. Applause to that, too. Uh, Biden says there won't be American forces moving into Ukraine. There's applause for that, too. And Trump declares himself the 47th president while playing golf. There's some applause for that, too. Coming up here after the break here on the Conservative Crusader on this Wednesday edition, January 26th. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back. This is the conservative crusader. Listen to this video here. Let's see if it's what I think it is. You're so lucky to to be one up. It's someone playing golf with Trump.
1: (laughs) We'll be lucky if we're up. First on T. 45th president of the United States. 45th and 47th. 47th. Yes.
0: yes. <laughs> oh God, I like 45th and 47th. That's President Trump playing golf on one of his golf courses. Don't know what golf course it is. It's not tagged unless it's in the article. The 45th and 47th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. His playing partners cheered at his response with one of them saying, yes, I love that. The former commander-in-chief was wearing a MAGA hat, bearing the number 45 on the side. Has repeatedly teased the second campaign has been holding rallies of the 2022 midterms. We all know this. He was leading Ron DeSantis by 43 percentage points. That's insane. 43 is a very large number, of course. And that's basically all that there is. But it's an interesting story. The forty fifth and forty seventh president, and if he stops shilling the vaccine like he did at his, at his uh, Arizona rally, I could really see him getting my support in twenty twenty four because I'll be able to vote in twenty twenty four, guys. That's, that's insane. I'll be eighteen in twenty twenty four. I'll be able to vote, and then I will no longer be a fifteen year old conservative commentator by a few years. It'll be pretty crazy. I just wanted to start off the uh, the, the segment with that. Alex Jones, we all know Alex Jones, just so talking about Alex Jones is a is a is a liability. Said he spoke to the January 6th unselect committee and pleaded the fifth almost a hundred times. Said he testified remotely Monday. It was extremely interesting, but the committee he said the committee lawyers who were questioned him were polite, but they were dogged. The questions were overall pretty reasonable, and I wanted to answer the questions, but at the same time, it's a good thing I didn't, because I'm the type that tries to answer things correctly, even if I don't know all the answers, then they can claim that's perjury. Jones says his lawyer told me almost a 100 times today during the interrogation on the advice of counsel I'm asserting my Fifth Amendment right to remain silent. And the court tell you that, tells you that because you're guilty or because you're going to incriminate yourself, but it's also because you can use a cry, because It can be used to try to incriminate you and twist something against you. Uh, Benny Thompson uh, said on a letter to Jones last month, um, he had evidence that Jones was involved in planning and funding the rally at the uh, Ellipse, and he was supposed to have led rally-goers to the Capitol that day, heavily promoted the rally on his shows, including referencing the then-President Trump would be wide in one of the most historic events in American history. Um, it's a very long letter. I'm just scrolling through it now. And he sued. He, I think so at least. And he, yeah, he's a lawsuit pending in federal court challenging the authority to subpoena him. But he appeared anyway. Alex Jones. Pleading the Fifth Amendment is a genius thing. I don't, I don't know how to word it otherwise. Not only to avoid incriminating himself, which was a good thing, but also to say he complied, he went He went and he spoke to them and he communicated with them. Why not complying? while not giving them the information they ever so want to incriminate conservatives. To incriminate patriotic American people. And that's a genius thing. I hope that anyone else who gets subpoenaed from this unselect committee will do the same thing. Comply with them and then waste their time. That'd be so hilarious. Say yes, I, I will I will talk to you. I will do this this event, this televise. I don't know if it's televised or not, but this this subpoena, which will get nothing done. I will do it and then waste their time and plead the fifth a bunch. That that'd be absolutely hilarious. I would support that hundred and ten percent. Good job to Alex Jones. Standing up for freedom, standing up for the fact that no matter if you went to the Capitol, I, I don't think the article didn't say that Alex Jones entered the Capitol. Just going to the Capitol on January 6th, 2021 does not make you a criminal. It, it does not make you A terrorist. It does not make you an insurrectionist. Funding an event that the president was going to speak at as a fundraising. uh, Fundraising, what's the word? PAC, maybe? I don't know. Is not a crime. Getting a permit to protest on the Capitol grounds is anything but a crime. In the fact that some overly excited and that's not a, that's not the best word to describe these people. Overly excited, overly involved people who may have listened a little too literally to some people on the internet. that does not require a subpoena by anyone who talked about the event by any notable person who attended the event and i honestly think and i'm not i'm not trying to put the blame on anyone but liz cheney who's serving on this committee it was bush cheney 2000 right yeah that 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 sounds right during the whole 2000 election people weren't nearly as excited for Bush-Cheney. They weren't excited for globalists. It was the decision between globalist Al Gore and globalist George Bush. Globalistic Cheney. And people aren't nearly as excited for globalist, rhino-establishment Republicans that are going to do the same thing as the opposing party then they are a president, a non-career politician president who had no heiress, for lack of a better term, to the White House, and who actually put the people first and had an election stolen from him. If President Trump was president right now, I doubt that Putin will be doing what he's doing right now. I doubt that we would have Trump swearing at reporters, calling that uh, disrespecting their mothers, if you know what I'm trying to say there. And when the establishment... And everyone else goes against you. As happened to President Trump. And, and you have a a loyal base of people who worked hard for you. I knocked almost, I think it was 9,000 doors. When you have this group of people, and, and when you have such motivation and such motivated groups, some of them may have taken it too far and you believe that you had an election stolen from you which may or may not have happened in 2020 and you don't expect people to get riled up about that then you simply don't understand politics and you don't and you don't understand the movement behind president Trump and, and I think that's the the main goal with attacking every pro-Trump commentator on the internet who attended the Capitol on January 6th is because Liz Cheney is mad that she never had such a group of people. Dick Cheney's mad that they never had this group of people. So excited for their second term. Anyways. Or maybe not so excited for the second term, but so excited to be a president, obviously, in 2000. But Joe Biden told reporters Tuesday he does not foresee U.S. troops moving into Ukraine. He is saying there is not going to be any American forces moving into Ukraine. He also has added that the decision to put troops on high alert is not proactive, but intended to be reassure the U.S. allies. We have no intention of putting American forces or NATO forces in Ukraine, but as I've said, There'd be serious economic consequences if he moves. If he moves, added referring to the Russian uh, President Vladimir Putin. <laughs> if he could personally sanction, uh, sanctioning Putin in the case of an invasion, Biden replied, yes, I could see that. We need President Trump back. We, we need the 45th and the 47th President Donald Trump back. Because if President Trump was in power... Putin would not be doing this. And I said this last article. Putin would not be so aggressive towards America, towards Ukraine, if we had a leader in power. If we had someone who didn't stop at ice cream shops saying if it's above zero, it's the good weather for ice cream or whatever he said. What, what did the tweet say? Because it, it actually made me upset. Let me find it. If it's above freezing, then it's ice cream weather. When our president is doing that, instead of actually making sure that American forces are not attacked, American forces are not put into this war, and the American people are safe, And actually spending the time to do the job right. This is what you're going to get. My name is Yuppie Josh. This has been the Conservative Crusader. Halfway through the week, your Wednesday. Hope everyone stays warm out there. I know the weather is not going to get any, uh, much warmer anytime soon. But I hope so you all stay warm out there. Especially down in Florida. I, I hear it's kind of cold down in Florida. Is it, is it? Is it cold down in Florida? Let's check out what Florida weather. No, it's like 55 it's like this is cold for florida but a lot warmer than zero degrees negative 10 with wind chill <laughs> my name is gop josh like i said this has been this has been the conservative crusader if you have any questions for me email them to the show josh gopjosh.com GOP com slash show click the message button until tomorrow follow me on gab gop josh 20 or gop josh at gop josh twitter is gop josh 20 and stay tuned